This is the Hump for Rogers. Yeah, it's fucking me. Yeah, and uh, listen to the fucking Hameen Media Group. That's Ben Hameen, Hameen Media Group from Rip Rogers. Go get him and go fuck yourself. <laughs> Ding dong. Hello? Yes, y'all are rise and shine. It's time to grind, infidels. Back here, channelattitude.com. Bin Hameen YouTube and twitch.tv slash Hameen Media. We chopped the wood. We carried the water. We waved some guns around on the highway. And now it's time to buck fuck like you just don't care with the vet and hacker Hameen kicking the week off in the Monday locker room. Yeah, Oh, yeah. What's good, guys? Hopefully you had a great weekend and Leatherface didn't kill you or anything like that. Uh, <laughs> my face is feeling like leather from uh, looking into the sun all day yesterday, lifting all that uh, extra white pine off the ground that was chopped in a matter of seconds. And we're going to – you don't want this guy chopping you down in the corner. Hot shots, my man, the vet, back in the studio with who you know on the Monday locker room. Good morning, vet. Good morning, Vin. <laughs> How you doing? They say they're saying that they were lied to that you were taking the week off. Did I uh, intrude on your vacation? You need some time off. You need to. No, no, no. I think it's just a clear misunderstanding. The uh, uh, so you know a lot of interesting things have been happening over here on the West Coast, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, man. Luckily, the uh, hurricane is gonna miss the installation up here because we're yeah. a little further north. However. You know, somebody, I don't know who, but they decided to attack the installation with a a, a, a natural disaster-like weapon. Maybe this is like a weather dominator because they hit my installation with the hydro bomb. So I had to deal with some flooding all weekend. I had to call in the uh, Mercs to come and take care of all this, uh, this repairs and this yeah. cleanup and all this other stuff. And so because of the ongoing situation here, uh, it's possible that I may miss the impact attack for the first time since uh, my addition to the show. It's not 100% that I'll miss it, but if I'm missing anything due to, you know, uh, it, it's going to be something out of my control. It's not going right. to be because I'm on something, something pathetic like a vacation. Right. I've never heard of such a thing. An act, uh, of no, Allah, no. an act of Allah, an act of Allah. Yes, or 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 one of these. It could be a conspirator. You know, we were pretty loud and uh, boisterous about what happened to you a few weeks ago with the the title hemorrhaging and everything like that, and we were yeah. pointing fingers in every possible direction. That's right. And perhaps one of them decided to point a finger back and and hit where it hurts. So you know, I'll be investigating that. But uh, for now, uh, I'm here on the locker room. And uh, everything's a go. You know, before the big disasters hit, uh, they always run a test run. And I think that's what this might be, Vet. So keep, uh, you know, on high alert, uh, obviously, mm-hmm. at the highest levels mm-hmm. of DEFCON to, 
to to watch and, and see what our enemies are doing off the coast there. You never know with Russian submarines or Antarctic uh, energy weapons, uh, Maui bursts, Maui wowie, and uh, and anything else going on, man. They're going to hit you with a 5.1 uh, earthquake or stand back. There's a hurricane coming through, uh, Hurricane Hillary, which, uh, you know, is possibly the deadliest name out there as well. So uh, nobody's <laughs> This hurricane has you end up with uh, two suicide gunshots to exactly. the back of your head. <laughs> exactly. The untold hurricane gunshots coming at you mm-hmm. unless you're driving in front of Cash Wheeler and then you never know what could happen. So uh, we we just broke some of that down. Uh, Stevie uh, red hot this morning having some technical difficulties redoing his studio. So it was a uh, mm-hmm. fireside chat with some graphics this morning, but he had to go to I'm going to Jacksonville. Uh, so he, he asked to uh, get uh, get the show done early this morning. So I appreciate you shifting the schedule around here. So so big Stevie Cool and I could uh, break down edges. Final match? I don't know. They don't seem to want to quantify it. It was an awesome, right. awesome end to SmackDown and a head-scratching SmackDown and a lot of the booking choices uh, of just didn't make sense uh, format-wise or storyline-wise and were piecemeal together where they seem to have focused on the main event in Toronto with Beth Phoenix and uh, the little edgeheads at, at ringside and, and uh, just an awesome performance, but still leaves doesn't really close the you know, book that not the final chapter written. I don't know, head scratching. And that leaves everybody, uh, uh, armchair quarterback wise going, do you think Edge is going to end up in AEW and, and when I, I don't think so, he's been, uh, WWE loyal since before he was even a worker when they were actually paying him to be on the Indies and, and paid his student loans off and, and just kind of kept him afloat before he was even in the developmental system. And, a guy like that that uh, I've had the privilege to kind of spend some quality time with. I don't, I, you know, a $10 million check could tell a different tale, but I think he's uh, for life when it comes to a WWE property and, and wouldn't go over there just to jump over for a quick payday only to possibly be buried and hurt his own legacy. What are you thinking on that one, Vet? Um, I couldn't tell you. I don't know anything about Edge personally. Uh, so I can tell you that, um, I don't think that was the final match. Cause that's no kind of a, you know, with, with all due respect to Seamus, which I do have a lot of respect for Seamus, but mm-hmm. you're not going to have your final match with Seamus on a random SmackDown. It's just not going to happen. I'm sorry. It was like in you, Toronto though. You know what I mean? That's why they so, booked it like that. So, yeah, so what? I mean, they would have had to book that a long time before they would have had to book that building a long time before he could just come out and say, "Hey, I want my final match to randomly be against you." By the time the well, WWE had do to it, book wouldn't that, you do it two weeks ago at SummerSlam, right? Like <laughs> something. I mean, we got Toronto coming. You could have done Edge good up goodbye, but the right. match should have been on something big. I agree with you there. Yeah, when when the one thing I think people kind of forget is like because of all the events and everything that go on in these venues, they have to book these things well in advance. So, you know, you're not even going to know if a Sheamus is going to be healthy and available by the time you make the booking for the building. It's just a kind of a thing where you get closer to it and you see, "Oh, okay, now we can maybe do something here." But it, the way it, the way it played out does not seem like you said they're they're not making anything definitive. They, you know, they this could could this be his last match in Toronto? Could this be his last match right. on SmackDown? Just just the show SmackDown and Noah, you know, could could this just be 
the, or is it like what it, they're saying? This is the last match on his contract, and then he may right. sign for just another, you know, uh, one or two appearances, or or thing, or go go for like a a pay for play type of deal where if he has a match that he wants to do, he can come and do it, and if not, he can just chill out. Um, but yeah, w- now will he go to AEW? Uh, doubtful, like you said, for all the reasons you said. Uh, some people would say. Oh well, Christians there—they can do something together again. I don't think anybody oh, the money, cares about that. The money that. is the. Well, I disagree. I think the money is those two versus the Bucks. That's that's where the that's where the match is for the to go. Mm, there's no money on the Bucks. There's no money on most of the stuff that AEW does for outside people because Edge Ag- and Omega, Edge and Omega, and fucking and that is all I can see. I'm not saying like do it. I'm just saying that's where the value is. What else is there beyond that? Right. Not really him. But again. But again, we're looking at it from terms of the wrestling, uh, the wrestling bubble, the wrestling insiders, the wrestling fans, and you know that's not going to draw too many people. Mm-hmm. Um, just a match with K- Omega. There, there are many people that are very surprised to even see that AEW exists. You know, even on a daily basis, people are popping up saying, "What's this AEW?" So it's still so new that casual people, not casual people like what the wrestling whoa, whoa, bubble whoa, thinks whoa, are casual stop, people, stop, but stop, true man. casual people. You're not going to sit there and tell me that when you have the most well-known referee in all of wrestling, that people don't know about the product, you know, I'm, I mean, Don, tell Don is known <laughs> from coast That's exactly coast. what I'm going to sit here and tell you. And I'll comfortably <laughs> sit here and tell you that because it's just what I see in the real world with yeah, the yeah. people that I interact with that have nothing to do with like internet wrestling community they just watch what's on tv they don't follow it super closely they don't know everything about everybody's personal lives they don't know that cash wheeler was arrested these type of people they're there it's very interesting what they know and what they don't know so if edge were to go over there and have a match with kenny omega and or the young bucks that's going to excite the people that are already the fans of AEW, and it'll just be something cool for them and it will pull some of the knowledgeable wwe fans over to maybe you know, steal a, a pay-per-view buy, but that's about it. Yeah. Uh, the chat room here and blowing up, going nuts uh, on Ben Hameen YouTube channel already. Uh, appreciate you guys hanging with us. And uh, I know we're an hour delayed there, but uh, just getting your uh, shows done. Cause I had to accommodate schedule for big Stevie cool and not a problem. there. happy to do it. Uh, but I do see above the wrestling talk as we kicked it off of the wrestling talk. They want the conspiracy horseman talk. And where's the horseman? Well, I mean, that's the question, right? And uh, I don't know if you'll ever see the horseman together again. And it's not anything that we don't love each other uh, until the end of time. It's uh, guys have just wanted to take themselves out of the equation to do other things. And now I'm kind of in that too. And I feel like GGP is the one left fighting. You can check him out on the A show. Not that we all aren't talking together behind closed doors, but the horseman did uh, as much service as we could do to we we can plenty we can do more. It's just the schedule's ridiculous. But everybody wants to know about the Maui burst weapon, uh directed energy weapon discussion. You can hear some of that on uh Master Shoot Theater and now, you know, Infowars.com. Yeah. Uh 
I would have rather heard you guys talk about Triple H not being on the board of directors. Uh, uh, I've uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I've talked to TSA agents. I've talked to uh, head of TSA, two other federal and inside, and they said that uh, in October, new mandates, mask mandates, travel mandates with the TSA are coming. Uh, so yeah, here we go, guys. Uh, Putin said it fucking four weeks ago that a new engineered crisis is coming. Uh, you ask yourselves why. Put your conspiracy horseman hats on to, to lock it down, to cause a civil war that could thwart an entire election or much like they did during COVID last time with all the mail-ins and it worked for them to <laughs> do a, a completely rigged election and blame it on whoever else. They're going to run that play again if it worked for them. But what are they really going to do? Divide us? Have you screaming at somebody at fucking Tim Hortons or fucking whatever who wants you to put a mask on and do all that instead of turning your vitriol and rage? And what uh, ended up in our last major almost overthrow on the 6th of uh, some year uh, that that's what they want to push it towards. Do they want to not have an election so they can stay in, in ultimate power? Our fucking major uh, companies that are bigger than countries now and, and incorporated across the world have weaponry and satellites that they are now just going, fuck your family, fuck your house, fuck your whole block. We're taking all this over. And if you say anything about it, guess what? I've got a plasma energy weapon that can incinerate you where you sleep anywhere on the planet. So keep talking that shit to me. Like there's that strange fear that countries and all that are over as we move kicking and screaming into the new, 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 new world order, one world government with aliens here and every other goddamn thing. And you know, it's almost too much for people to handle and you have an instant, uh, fear put back in you in the last two to three years. And it's a healthy one to have, but this time they're not going to get away with um, get vaccinated. <laughs> they're just going to have lockdowns, hate, and a lot of going back and forth. Is it to cause civil war? Is it to divide this country and break it down? Problem, reaction, solution. They control all three. So if you see what the problem is, what reaction are you going to give them? That's the key step. Are you going to feed for him right away? Like the 85 who don't got a clue. How could he know what the fuck he never knew? Or are you going to be part of the 10 percenters who are awoke and doing it? Or are you actually going to go at those five percenters and hurt them where they fucking stand? You know what I mean? And and really be in the face of it at the barricades of freedom, lay Miz style. <laughs> uh, my, my guess is people are going to fucking feed for CNN and be dumb fucks and gas will go to $5 and you'll get some $1,400 payoff check while you hate your neighbors and everything about life. And they will thwart this country into, not this country, this world into the one world government that they keep fucking. They're not going to let up. They're not going to let up. So whether it's InfoWars telling you a TSA stooge off or anything else that doesn't sound right, look right, feel right, boats 100 yards off the shore, fully engulfed in flames, houses melted to the foundation, but a tree 20 feet away is still perfectly green and not touched. If that doesn't tell you what's really going on or anybody in your family who's got too much of a myopic vision to understand the true hmm, psyop and actual terrorist attack that we're under from the masters. 
that's just them having to shut down. I can only sit here for 10, 15 years, tell you exactly what's happening, what my thoughts are on it. And, uh, and then it comes true. A guy goes from Las Vegas sheriff to now he's the top dog in Maui who's handling this. Do you understand the odds, the, the astronomical odds against that? Those two things, major world events, uh, happening in the same guys on the same patrol, but just happens to be coincidence and circumstance. Some people's minds can't handle that. And, and it's, in their psyche to break down the and and say no and turn against the people in their own tribe uh, because they can't handle that they're under they're they're just a small part that's being used they really bit into the lie that there was freedom there was choice there was all of these things that's not it's all an illusion so uh you guys want conspiracy horsemen you are conspiracy horsemen you listen long enough you don't need me to go Yes, uh, I knight you and fucking you understand what's going on. If you're asking me about it in the chat, you're already following it. Whether you believe in Alex's uh, as a disinformation propagandist, regardless, is this far beyond anything that they wouldn't run this play again? Absolutely not. So uh, get ready. And what are you going to do? What you going to do, brother, to step up and fucking not sell for them in the way that they want you to do? So y'all, uh, good luck to everybody on the West side over there too, man, with earthquakes and fucking incoming killery, uh, storms and, and, uh, the people suffering in Maui and, you know, the, the bigger psyop of why they won't let any, uh, relief in there and, and why they, you guys know, you guys see what's going on, ask the question why, and then pick one of the most greedy and selfless answers. And then you'll probably be about where the BlackRock board of directors are, Vanguard, Northrop Grumman, <laughs> uh, any fucking ex-military leader that now works for a for-profit defense agency. That that's that's who runs the planet now because we sat here and didn't do fuck all, listen to talking head communications majors on Fox and CNN and had to pick a side of which 75 year old clueless fuck face you're on while they rape the system <laughs> as opposed to going, get me, get me cash wheeler. We're going get, get the pistols. We're going out baby uh, in a blaze of glory. So uh, will we be there at this next go round? How much uh, can you uh, take till you broke your break? You know? And uh, I don't know what to tell you. I'm 200 feet below ground level in a debunked missile silo. So I'm feeling good about where I'm going uh, and I can always do marijuana delivery. And so I'm <laughs> almost they're gonna need half it. ass open for it. Yeah. They're that's what I'm saying. It. Like, uh, well, how do I, that's what I'm saying. How do I cash in based off these motherfuckers who are going to ruin the world? And then I also take an even bigger step back and go, won't it be funny in six years when uh, me and vet are are hauling huge pieces of limestone to build new pyramids for our alien overlords. And I go, Hey, that remember when we used to do a podcast and I was bitching yeah. about a marijuana license. Boy, those were the good old days, weren't they? <laughs> right. Yep. Like, is that a possibility that by 2030 we're all enslaved in an alien race and all these things we cunt off about now about who's pissed off about their push in wrestling is meaningless because there is no wrestling. Now there's only pit fight to the death for your alien overlord insectivorous masters. Boy, those will be good days ahead. I can't wait.
You know? Well, I like to go the 10,000 BC route and uh, we'll use a cloned woolly mammoth to pull those limestone uh, blocks for us and rather yeah. than do it ourselves. <laughs> we'll do it, man. Oh, that's right. Because uh, all they want to do is grab some pussies out here and now they're all taking gummies and uh, DX is invading. But uh, shout out to all the bear cats, man. I had a really tough day uh on friday with the court case the judge's decision and now we're in for next friday i gotta travel three hours again and we're actually in the lawsuit so shout out to my partners for ponying up that retainer for the lawyer um and it, it was just uh as much as a human can handle i guess emotionally and then i had to chop wood and carry water at the 76 annual New York State Boonsville Woodsman's Field Days World Championship Lumberjack Show. So that'll humble you fast and give you a nice half sunburn when you got your uh, head gimmick on all day long. Mm -hmm. um, but here I am back with uh, the people who matter uh, in the wrestling biz, my man, the vet, and all the HMG soldiers hanging out. So uh, there's your conspiracy horseman talk. Anything else, vet, that uh, you want to no. know? Well, you know, I, I don't usually – I try to avoid getting dragged into the conspiracy sure quicksand and everything like that so mm. don't have much to add anyway but that is why everything that you just laid out and the it's the hesitance to lay that out uh that is the real reason that the horseman may not ride for some time because That's there's it, always right, it's all those people making it difficult to say those things uh or make those things heard you know even even on a monetize a remonetized youtube channel it's a risk to even say the sentences you said so that's really the reason why as you were trying to allude to it's not that there's anything between you guys no it's just that there's there's very little benefit to saying these things that most of the people should already know by now like you said they're following along they know so um you, you you've been led to the water you've got to drink it uh we can't just keep leading because it gets us shut down right it's always it's it feels like we're getting pushed out as the human shields to be demonetized crush our own brands in the name of waking people up people if you haven't gotten to this point after the pandemic and you know, uh, and attack on your country 22 years ago and still won't talk about WTC seven the way it should be. Then there ain't much more than being me, big Sal and, uh, Stevie and GGP can do to bring you to that because everything we talked about for five years is pretty much on target. <laughs> you know, I will, I will say, I will just add this only because it's my anecdotal factual experience. Um, you know, the last, you know, after the restrictions were lifted last time somewhat, mm. and then, then after that, you started hearing things about variants and, oh, it's going to come back and it's going to be, and everything in my environment personally, and from what I've seen in other places too, everybody just largely shrugged that off. Like, yeah, nice try. We're not doing that again. So running the same play may not be effective. They may have to switch it up a little bit, but um, it'll be, I, I don't think people will have the patience to go through the exact same things again. And I think the people that were very loudly saying that everyone should go with the flow will probably end up getting shouted down much more than they did, uh, you know, the previous times, but that's basically just, that's what I saw. I saw people reacting. It's like, yeah, I ain't doing that. Like they basically just 
you know, softly refused and everything kind of just went on as normal. There were really no more restrictions reinforced. The people weren't arguing about whether they should mask or not. It was just everybody just did whatever they felt like they were comfortable doing, which is how it should be. I mean, if you feel like you want to go outside and wear a mask, you should do that if that's what you feel comfortable. But most people were just doing whatever they felt like doing and there wasn't that's a lot not of gonna uh, happen though between your fucking woke starbucks barista who thinks they're fucking empowered because of 58 different reasons about their fucking feelings and the flag yeah. they fly and then when that comes down to the fucking people who the karens who are <laughs> well there's gonna, gonna be that's that gonna again. be that's gonna be a case-by-case basis because there's also gonna be a lot of starbucks baristas who don't have time for this bullshit either but they still need a job so you know you're just <sighs> it's gonna be it's gonna be case by case bro it's gonna be case by case it's gonna be two or three is all you need to fucking showcase and then now we're divided and now you're moving towards a civil war that is to throw uh the the country into complete chaos and to stop the elections so because they are probably looking at it this is why i say ask the why they know they got these motherfuckers by the balls on Chinese payoffs and every other goddamn thing. And they know that they're, they're fucked. So their brand is ruined and they got nobody to run. That's a viable opponent to keep their new world order liberal side in They're hammering fucking Cheeto face over here in, in Georgia to make sure he's damaged goods and can't run. And the guy from Florida already kind of cut his own throat. RFK ain't going to do shit because nobody believes his old fucking voice, even though he's jacked on TRT. So now we have no choice or way to the future. And those with the money are going to fucking offset it all because what better way to have the solution of like, we're going to move into this phase. The, the constitute, there'll, there'll be a whole phase of the constitution's bullshit. It was all a dream. We tried it. This works better for humanity. We need to keep evolving. Like this whole besmirchment of freedom. And uh, it'll be a communist digital communism rebranded in a, in a very new world order way where I saw pieces the other day on, uh, on, this girl in China who had to have the entire entire verification face scan in order to buy anything, food, anything. And then I saw some dumb twat in Seattle at a Whole Foods going, putting her hand over the scanner going, oh, my God, it's so cool that my fingerprint is tied to my bank account. And that's all I need to do now. The Jedi mind shit like they have no idea that they are fully plugged into a walking matrix as a human resource. And that's where we're going with it. And an easy way to put that shit over is to have no government standing in your way. And that's the bigger op that's going on here, you guys. Oh, I mean, people can feel whatever way they want. Cheeto face deserves it. They all deserve it. They all fucking deserve pitchforks and torches in the short end of a fucking rope. And until you ax out the right 1,500 of them, nothing changes, baby nothing changes but uh we're gonna make some chit 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 changes as we get to the dirt sheets here um this one uh was uh an aew botch's favorite this week uh the texas chainsaw massacre match that uh the crossover for video game uh you know the carry blood bucket though i don't know if that was moxley's blood he'd been saving for like three months backstage got dumped on karen jarrett uh we had uh the big sotnam sing run-ins uh the lighting was kind of off we we finally have the leather faith face run in uh whipping the chainsaw around 
and everybody's going online. I don't want to hear any fucking AEW fan ever shit talk Russo again. <laughs> that popped the shit out of me uh, based on, you know, what we're trying to do and just wrestle cringe, wrestle crap, and we got to do it, you know. Um, I didn't mind the segment that much. It didn't really fucking piss me off because, you know, I took it for what it was. Um, but uh, the internet wanted to get their shit in as they do that. Sure. Well, yeah, this is what happens when you have sponsors. <laughs> right. You can't, you you cannot, um, like when, when you're in Tony Khan's position, you're not going to do anything to rock the boat with Warner brothers discovery because you know, you're kind of on thin ice, at least even, even if it's not real, you probably feel like you, you know, you are because, uh, you don't want to get wrestling kicked off a network again, uh, by refusing anything, you know, mm -hmm. however, Warner brothers, this whole, that whole thing, you know, has got to be the most inept entertainment company probably that's ever existed on the face of the earth that got that big because think of all the the properties that they own that they fail to monetize in significant ways like every yeah. like they can't make a good superman movie to save their life they're doing nothing with the looney tunes you know like there's there's so many things that they own and they're just you know shitting the bed on everything and like hemorrhaging money value, right like they're not getting any right and to the, to the idea warner brothers should be as big as like at least in the ballpark of disney in terms of brand recognition sure. and sure. and and revenue generation and instead they are looked at as the smaller half of the merger with the fucking discovery channel so what has happened to you in the hundred years where you've just you know fucked everything up so bad that you're in these positions that you now are like trying to like you know your 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 biggest uh you know financial success this year is probably going to come from the mortal Kombat video game that comes out next month because that brand is doing well despite you know all of yeah. your company's involvement because they're taking care of their own product and they they have love for their for their ip and they protect that and they make it interesting for fans and they continue to evolve it for fans but everything yes. else that that should be everything should be a layup you should there, it should be no problem to make a superhero set of movies or or anything with uh or video games for that matter too with the dc comics characters or stuff like that and they're falling well behind marvel in that so the and then and then when you see a leather face come out on this thing uh, on top of that it's like you know as jim Cornette called it the great value leather face where the the clothes are clean the the mask is like look it's from walgreens you know the, fucking, the chainsaw is brand new and it's not it's not turned on they're playing the chainsaw noise through the pa like th this is all you know eh, it, it could have been better could yeah. have been better <laughs> yeah, could have been uh, i saw some serious chainsaws this weekend and run what yeah you know, I bet. no doubt about that buddy um yeah and uh there's a there's a strange follow-up to this uh here we go Fuck it. better play video <laughs> Three cuts, 5.7 seconds. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was one of the uh, an in, uh, indie guy or a guy who had been there for a couple other things they didn't know that was Leatherface. They dressed him up. But I was thinking about that, too, because those chainsaws there, those guys engineer those, and they run on high octane or ethanol, and they're 
to even get him started is a gamble when you get one pull and go. But he had the little fucking <laughs> Ace Hardware bush trimmer one with no gimmick on it as opposed to having one that yeah. looks like it's beat up, weathered, as an old fucking 1970s some shit, right? Yeah, just to uh, give you an example, dude, like if you even if you use that exact chainsaw, it's nothing stopping you from at least like painting it or something to look like it's right. different There's no instead of bright any... green or whatever bullshit that, yeah. you know, the real leather face would never have. Uh, you well, could was, at least make thinking, it look. I was thinking during that, because I'm sitting there watching these chainsaws and my marketing mind's always going steel was our sponsor Husqvarna had pulled out but steel took over and they had these cool chainsaw bars with like nice graphics on them and go why is nobody doing that dude like a buffalo bills one i thought a leather face i'm like one that looks like a meat grinder one whatever it is mm -hmm. you know what i mean like there's a lot of customization shit that could have been done i'm always just thinking business and I, like i got time to pitch fucking the nfl chainsaw yeah. bars and shit like that but you know camo ones right. like customized everything is what we do as a society so uh they want to see this one in the chat room uh big shout out to my girl martha king chopping her ass up out there boom Hacha! look at that boom so seriously athletic shit right women there. out there bro yeah huh cha come on one more no oh. boom fuck you <laughs> uh great time out there hanging and banging with all the wives man uh doing watching pro athletes do what they do it's always impressive man and those axes are razor sharp literally will uh shave you no no doubt about that so uh to watch the competition change every year and have a whole crew of uh super athletic females who could play any sport and athletic males who some of those guys are like how is this guy not in ufc or uh, in nfl like some of the dudes out there such insane power and what they're doing in precision so there you go. There's your uh, tape trader masturbator. Uh, don't even think about Martha. She's too nice. Too nice of a person. <laughs> but uh, here's the follow-up on that. That is the weird self. That, and maybe you can give me some insight. Uh, Dustin Rhodes tweets, I thought that the Texas Chainsaw match was entertaining as fuck. People were saying it was the worst match ever or full of shit. I have that honor. Remember me being in the back of a moving 18-wheeler with a cage around? Uh, King of the Road got no love and in honesty. We did great, and it was entertaining. Is that now what we do? I think it was supposed to be, is that not what we do? Uh, yeah. Fucking Lighten Francis. I don't know what fucking Lighten Francis means. That feels like worker talk to me. Lighten up Francis is a line from Stripes. Okay. Okay, fucking lighten Francis. He he God. didn't he he uh, he typoed it up, so it's yeah. confusing. But so then there's some hashtags, and then at the end it says at Jeff Jarrett at Jeff Hardy killed it. Uh, they always do. Plus, I love hashtag Leatherface. But then in this fucking tweet, hashtag AEW Dynamite at AEW, hashtag Maui Food Bank. Oh, because their uh, fight for the fallen is donating all the proceeds for the shows this week to. Uh, okay, because that's to the Maui Food Bank. That's what that's the charity that they're sponsoring with fight for the fallen. All the I guess all the proceeds, all the ticket sales for Dynamite Collision. Um, okay, whatever well, is going them, to that. Yeah. That to me, what well, I didn't know that. So that's I'm, I'm super grateful that before I say some stupid shit, that <laughs> yeah. you fucking smart. I mean, me you up. said it all at the top, so you don't need to say <laughs> it again anyway. But yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah very, that's it. So, well, I tip my hat to them for that. As I was kind of worried, I'm like, why is Dustin using hashtag Maui Food Bank to try and get likes on his tweet? This guy's a legend. Mm. A, I'm going, why is he even selling to have to, to put over a wrestle crap cross promotion like to go with the trolls? He's Dustin. He's a fucking hopefully soon to be Hall of Famer. And uh, like, I don't, I don't get these guys coming off their superstar to have to go to defend other dudes. These guys that he mentions, Jeff Jarrett and Jeff Hardy, are all way over and made. We don't, they don't, them lowering themselves to give any attention what the peanut gallery is saying is a mistake, in my opinion. You know, I don't know why wrestlers keep selling for this shit. I don't know. I guess it just gets old. Like when you have a real strong social media following like Dustin Rhodes does compared to like the the regular people, um, you probably see a lot more shit every time you log in there. And working for AEW, you're going to have a constant barrage of people just, you know, tearing down everything you do, whether it deserves to or not. Like, yeah. They, you know, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre match was the shits, you know, is it the worst, like he said, is it the worst match ever? No, not even close. It's not even the worst match. AEW's done more serious matches that were worse than that. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that, that's not even the case, but you know, it was just the latest thing and that's what social media is all about. Social media is about the latest thing, jumping on the trends. It's actually, that's why it's called trending. And that's why he probably, if, if nothing else, it doesn't really matter the content of what he said, but if the Maui food bank hashtag helped people get some awareness and maybe wanted to donate, hopefully it's not one of these, you know, kayfabe charities. That's just going to rob these, you know, cause you know, uh, we can't always trust the that. charities to do the right thing. Right. So hopefully it's knowing, not that. Me not knowing just looked like, why is Dustin jumping on the Maui tragedy just to get some traction on his tweet? <laughs> like that without out of context, it was weird to me. So thank you for clarifying that. No problem. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> uh, more social media indiscretions. One of CM Punk's Instagram stories was possibly a shot at Matt Jackson's wife. Prior to the 2023 uh, Ring of Honor Death Before Dishonor pay-per-view, Punk shared a photo of an event t-shirt via his Instagram story. Punk included laughing and thinking emojis along with the following caption, absolutely not shocking. How could this happen? The uh, printed shirt incorrectly listed Saturday as the day of the event when it was actually Friday. Meltzer uh, noted that while some uh, shirts were printed up, the error was discovered quickly and none of the shirts were sold. Um, Meltzer also stated the following, why Punk did that was unknown, but internally some saw that as a shot at Dana Massey, the wife of Matt Jackson, who was in charge of AEW merchandise. Whatever it was, it didn't seem to make any sense to post it and certainly wasn't good for public optics. And, you know, here he is. I mean, he just cannot help himself possibly of why he's putting that out there, taking short shots. He just did it with hangman and then had to apologize. He's been in the face of jungle boy, uh, over glass this week and coming off a of brawl in headed into Wembley and nobody wants to sell for anybody's shit and use the actual heat. It just seems like one thing after another that a guy who's a superstar should not be doing taking like little fucking shots like that at, at a guy's wife. Like, what does it really matter? You don't, you're tearing your co- own company down, making them look bad. You know, like this shit hasn't been resolved is what it's saying. 
and you're taking the you're supposed to be the over superstar but you're taking the lowest road possible because you just can't stop or help yourself from fucking doing these asshole type things and <laughs> this can happen almost anywhere i'm not be like dana massey what a fool like uh, a mistake off of a calendar date on that of a friday or saturday it's not like the nxt shirts where they got fucking racist things going out you know what i mean when that whole controversy was going on it's not like she's doing that shit it was a date that was off on some ring of honor pay-per-view that no one gives a flying fuck about and probably only four people bought that shirt and the fact is if you got a misprint now that shirt's a collector's item so i would be going you know what maybe we should fuck up a shirt or two now and then to make it a collector's item that we can mm-hmm. sell for 100 bucks a fucking rip but no more important to try and rib a fucking chick who's busting her ass to make sure everybody's trying to make some money okay well, yeah, uh, and and if you're the top merch seller guess who i wouldn't want fucking up my stuff <laughs> like if there's anybody you want on your team it would be her you know what I mean? Uh, now, I've, I've, I'm sure he's got his own deal set up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the thing. Well, again, you know, I've after we talked about it last week and having to hear people talk about it all the time, it just really reinforces the way I feel that this is all just like this tit for tat stuff is not meant for like uh, public news consumption. Why are we hearing about this? It's because of these people and their uh you know they're stooges why do we know like why were people sent home from the collision tapings because they're known stooges and Mm -hmm. and they're like get out of here why is jungle boy not allowed to use glass and cm punk says we don't do that on saturdays because they're known stooges so these things are a tit-for-tat response maybe that instagram story was a response to something that his wife said that we don't know and we're not going to know that because the stooges aren't going to tell us everything that they do they're only going to tell you punk's reaction to the stooges so let's not forget that hangman started all this shit when he went into business for himself on live television and it was all downhill from there because before that it seemed like punk was happy to do whatever chopping wood and carrying water needed to be done on the show from commentary to promos to matches with people that didn't deserve to be in the ring with him to so on and so forth and all this and then hangman goes into business for himself because he's insecure and he feels threatened and uh then this all sort of like stems from that so you know and then what's going to happen we're just going to hear about all this all this little quote-unquote petty stuff that he does which is probably in retaliations for petty stuff that he has to deal with that doesn't get reported because that's not the stooges job to report what they're doing Right, right. And that's what it is. It's getting out because of the Stooges. But Frank gets the points this morning, even though he puts over the rib. Uh, they did a conspiracy horseman card. Uh, I think Immortal had done it and one of the first ones. And uh, there's no W on it, but instead of horseman, they spelled horseman. So there's right. a rare conspiracy horseman out there. Great. <laughs> uh, Great. As well. And Tian Couponer agrees. Um, uh, we'll keep going with the Stooges uh, because he's making moments. I mean, straight mm-hmm. straight from uh, Ronaldo Piven's uh, desk, uh, <laughs> how top talent and officials in AEW were said to have reacted to the news of Cash Wheeler's arrest. This could be the most Meltzer story I've ever seen Tricky Nick put out here with not ha- with having no story, thinking that it was going to be whatever. But now when you run your own business guess who it's on and uh, i'm sure nick's finding that out the fun way uh he says um on two occasions i was the person to break the news got to put yourself over first to break the news to members of upper upper management 
who seemed completely unaware of what was unfolding. House of Wrestling has not been able to confirm whether Tony Khan, CM Punk, or Wheeler's tag team partner, Dax Hardwood, knew anything uh, was go- how anything was going to play out today. We were given the impression by someone close to the situation that Khan did not know. But again, we've not been able to confirm that, and we are waiting for a response from Khan. Bullshit. As soon as Don Stevens found out about it, it was in Khan's ear. Um so a uh, no answer uh, answer from Tricky Nikki, um, but uh, you know as we get into it, I, I had read the um, report from the person who filed the grievance against him that had uh, Cash Wheeler arrested, saying that he was tailgating him, weaving in and out of traffic, and when he pulled up alongside him, brandished a pistol. Uh, I'm not sure what it was a nine or a Glock or something maybe. Uh, and wait, who the- who was tailgating who? Uh, that that cash was uh, on this guy who was going oh. like so he was pissed at him from behind or whatever, and then pulled up alongside him, did the deed, and the guy saw it, hit the brakes, let him go ahead, like fuck this fucking psycho, who knows how much Florida water he's on, and uh, and let him go ahead, and then roll tape on his uh, license plate and then called the police from the road saying this guy did it. Then they both got off at the same exit, but the guy said that he had to go to work and didn't have time to go do the police report. So he gave the police all the information over the phone. They found him on the road in the area they were, you know, because police have radios and multiple police uh, pulled over and blah, 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 busted from there. And that the guy would follow up at work later with a, Cops show up and take a picture of uh, this is what I'd read in the thing of cash. And it goes into some like randomizer where you do a digital. Um, what do you call it when you got to pick lineup? And mm. the guy picked him right away. First one. And that was enough to fucking to, to do what they needed to do. Got released on $2,500 bond. I had watched and the judge said he had to. Uh, any weapons at home at all had to be turned in within the next 12 hours. So no pat pulling your passport or what have you, which is immediately what the AEW botches and all them want to laugh and be like, see, there goes your Wembley main event. Now, maybe not via the courts, but WWE sure as shit would suspend you or fire you like they did Ducey and send you home, even though he brought it to work and not just on the road. Um, did he have that gun in his car or on his person at work? And with AEW woke culture and very, <laughs> you know, whatever the cause is, uh, probably anti Second Amendment in a lot of ways, will they flex on him? To be like, you're not going to Wembley. We can't have this type of behavior and it's bad PR and da 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 da. Even if the court doesn't, or will they go, nope, we need him because he's over and, uh, you know, he's part of Cobra Kai uh, 3.0. So he gets to fucking go to Wembley and, and no, uh, no woke culture will rain down upon thee, FTR. You know, fuck the revolver or whatever it is. Get, get the match in the ring, Ben. <laughs> you can deal with everything after that. Um, it's nice. It is refreshing, though, to hear a story that sounds like pro wrestling, where a wrestler is brandishing a firearm on the right, highway that's, that's rather true. than just an Instagram story that could be directed at somebody's wife. That's a much more pro wrestling story. So I'm yeah. glad that we can talk about it. Other than that, I really don't care. Um, but yeah, like, don't let him and Arn ride together. I'll tell you that. Now yeah, you don't do guns. it. Don't you do it. <laughs> two guns. Yeah um but here's the pop for me and again it's more inside the bubble stuff so here comes 
the Florida condo crew over squad and mm-hmm. MJF releases a tweet about how people mm-hmm. can jump to conclusions quick and comes to cash wheeler's defense. He said, uh, you know, and, and puts it over that he's a great guy. One of the best guys I know, da, 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 except for when he's waving guns around at people on the highway. So don't judge him by that. And you guys don't know. And then here's what I love in wrestling. Last two weeks ago, we had all this shit with the girls fucking coming together to bury Lufisto mm. and, uh, you know, over how she was treated backstage and you can't say anything bad about the company or fuck you. And everybody comes out and MJF hops on her too and, and tap dances on her because it isn't that easy to do uh, and show that you're some locker room leader or what have you when really you're a kid still and you should be shutting the fuck up and shutting the fuck up. Um, but so Lufisto takes it and fucking says, I'm glad I could unite your locker room or what have you. Then the dust settles and you wait for the next heater to do the thing. This cash wheeler gun charge comes up and, <laughs> and, uh, and Lufisto sweeps the leg retweets MJF's tweet with this, with this two page uh, letter, dear Mr. Friedman, two weeks ago, I too was very disappointed by how many people were jumping to conclusions so quick Yes, we're all human, we're all flawed, and we all make mistakes. I had my fair share. I wasn't blessed with much luck or what you call people's privilege, but I did my best, le- uh, learning through trials and errors, falling down and getting back up and trying again and again. I knew I'd be criticized for sharing my personal story and about what happened the day I walked into the AEW women's locker room. However, I never expected that tweets from you and your colleagues would lead to harassment and death threat messages that are still going on to this day. It's true. I didn't make it to the big leagues. You don't have to remind me. I know it. It doesn't mean I don't deserve to be called miserable. It doesn't mean I'm not good enough. It doesn't mean I'm difficult to work with. It doesn't mean I'm delusional. You called me many things, but what I'm not is a liar. If anything, my mouth and uh, need to call out things the way uh, they are has been my undoing in this industry where silence is expected to keep as is expected to keep your job or to get one. Quote, if someone's been a professional in wrestling for over a decade and you find them to be talented, but they've never truly panned out, there's a reason for it, end quote. My intergender matches were bad for TV. My hardcore matches were too violent and didn't get present uh, a good or didn't present a good image of women. I was too thick for the cookie sheet model types they were looking for. When I felt something was wrong, I would speak, argue. Therefore, I was labeled a problem. When you're the only girl on the roster, it's a curse. Today, everything I described is praised. No, I'm not crazy, but yes, I have struggles. Uh, to look strong, unbreakable, and to show that things were was a that nothing was affecting me. I kept everything to myself and was being beaten and mentally abused and physically for years in wrestling at home. It made me an introvert with chronic depression who can't trust anybody. Uh, Jesus keeps going and going and going. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Too too long. Didn't read. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but in the end, it comes back all the way around to judging someone without knowing their story has consequences. The support you show your friend cash is admirable. You know him. So you might know why I work for a detention facility. So I'm aware that such actions are way too complicated and to comprehend quickly. There are many factors to take into consideration before judging the human involved and the situation. I really wish you would have done the same grace and common courtesy towards me, especially since you and I don't even know each other. Maybe the next time it'll happen to someone else you will or not sorry not sorry <laughs> jen goulet lufisto i love mwah, 
that you can come out here and bury somebody over fucking stupid wrestling heat and then be so in the bubble and so with your boys that when they're waving around a nine millimeter on the fucking highway for no reason, it's strangers because they think they're over and untouchable that you're going to come out and give them all the benefit of the doubt. Hey, but that cunt who had the fucking match who talk shit about the girls who are really catty bitches most of the time, fuck her and everything she's at. And all she has to do is wait and wait and wait and fucking Lufisto came out and swept the legs on this and now crickets when it comes to the over guys and how they fucking think they can talk that shit all you got to do is give them enough rope and they will hang themselves every fucking time and then sometimes some of them really will go hang themselves uh, after they get future endeavored as well so uh that that hypocrisy double standard inside the fucking bubble will always be able to come back from dorks or whatever the fuck it is, <laughs> you know, to, uh, it's just B12. Yeah, sure it is. Uh, <laughs> all that shit. They'll always end up burying themselves. And she kicked them right in the fucking, he, he spread his legs and said, kick me in the nuts right here. And she was happy to oblige it. Did she? Cause I don't know if anybody even bothered to read through that whole manifesto that she It's put. a long one. Lufesto. Uh, so I think, <laughs> I, th- I think that, um, I'm sure everybody, this is the thing I'm sure from my position, I'm sure everybody involved is wonderful people. And these are all just misunderstandings. The outsiders are going to stay out <laughs> the outside. The outsiders are going to stay outside. The insiders are going to stick together. That's the way it always is. Big surprise that MJF sticks up for the people he knows and not the people he doesn't. That would be the same thing if some outsider came into whatever Lufisto's home base locker room was and tried to tell them how it was, I'm sure it would be the same deal. But the bottom line is if you're going to, this is my thing about every, I'm not even going to comment on what is, isn't, should, shouldn't be, or anything like that. All I'm going to say is if you can't sweep the leg in a tweet in a couple of hard hitting lines, don't even bother because when you start typing out essays, it's cringe. It's right. cringe to read essays on the internet. You need to jab, 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 and that's it. You don't throw. Th- th- this isn't a sweep. For, this is a sweep from Dal Sim from across the room, where the leg is like coming right. for like ten minutes or whatever. Just if if it finally gets there, the person might be gone. Who got flame? <laughs> that's right baby yeah she could have gone home with just the fucking last uh two or three lines and it would have been uh, half short and twice strong as jizzer taught us but uh uh the reality too is just like uh so sweet to be like you'll you'll besmirch me and call me nothing and i'm i'm not shit based off a wrestling match somebody's doing a felon over a felony charge but because they're over and live at the cooler condo place best guy i know you know what i mean could could do no wrong mm-hmm. <laughs> the 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 double standard hypocrisy when pointed out is beautiful and that's when you get the 26 year olds to shut the fuck up and shut the fuck up like they should have from the jump so uh we'll see how it shakes out do you think that they'll suspend him or is he going to wembley are they going to use their actual woke culture and and make a statement or are they going to go nope he's team over cobra kai 3.0 he can do what he wants bro how can they suspend him if how, how can the bucks go over on them if he's suspended <laughs> right well that's the thing you get somebody else to come on in i would put iron in his spot 
Um, speaking of guns, Bruce Pritchard on the dark side of the ring. Uh, a lot of what they present as facts is a hundred percent bullshit, unsubstantiated bullshit lies. Oh, um, kettle calling the kettle, the kettle here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, get me black kettle. Uh, Ducey said on his podcast, I can't watch those things. I think they dwell on the negativity and lies and bullshit and hearsay, and they exploit that so much. And, and it's based on, you know, the rumor and innuendo. It's just 100% complete bullshit. The producers do their homework to the extent that it satisfies them. When you dispute their homework and give them facts that don't support their story and narrative, they choose to ignore it. And that's why I've not done anything since the first ones that I did for the first season. And we'll never do anything with them again because I don't like the way they present stories because they're only looking for negativity to exploit. Well, it is called Dark Side of the Ring, Deuce. And in my old age, I learned there's a lot more than negativity. Uh, there's pussy. Uh, why not exploit some messages of good shit? Because then it would be bright side of the ring, and there's not many of those. Uh, you know what it should be called? The lies of the ring, because a lot of what they present as facts are 100% bullshit. Um, I've been saying this since the jump and how they've tried to pit Cornette and Russo against each other because they thought that was going to happen. Um, almost every producer I've ever dealt with uh, out of Hollywood is half-assed clueless and doesn't want to listen to the right idea that makes money and does things the right way. So uh, I've had, not that I know any of them, uh, but uh, just the way they produce their shit and what they do to tear down the wrestling business as opposed to uh, help everything along. I'm not a fan of them either, and I'm I'm with Deuce on this one, right? Hey, bot. It's his hate butt. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, man. Uh, what are you thinking about uh, the? I haven't seen the new Marty Gennetti one. Uh, I did watch the. Um, oh, what's his name from Canada? Uh, gay dude, uh, gay gimmick. Uh, fucking. He did the gay gimmick in the eighties. From Canada? Yeah, yeah. Or from Buffalo? Uh, from. Uh, What's his name? Adrian Adonis. The Adrian Adonis one, yeah. Uh, I just uh, I did I watched that one. That was all right. I watched uh, the Dino Bravo one, and obviously anything with uh, Russo Bash at the Beach. Uh, mm-hmm. But just the way they constantly present, even when Russo walks in and Bischoff, who has been pretty much outed uh, to is full on lying about a bunch of shit. Um, and usually when you see somebody calling a pathological liar, like and there's no proof to it they're they're outing themselves <laughs> you know mm-hmm. when it when it comes to it for, for whatever reason i'm not sure why or what he's got going on hope it works out uh but to, to see the reenactment and the guy who's playing hogan might know a little bit about him because i just dropped my canadian world title to rob rage <laughs> so rob i'm glad rob's getting paid to do it because he's fucking super jacked yeah. and he played hawk too i think in another one with legion of doom one but when russo the reenactment walks in hogan's like sit the fuck down and did it up and it's not like that at all vince says it was very just like creative meeting how we would what do you guys want to do let's do it like but they try and put this spin on it because they want to have these bischoff like reactions and bischoff is selling it like that's the way it went so is he in on it for a fatter payday too just lies upon lies upon lies as opposed to telling how shit went down and and skew not lies but skewing the truth of how the the temperature was in the room and and that kind of sets the tone right 
Yeah. It, well, so there's so much ground that they've covered in the four seasons or whatever that they've done this that it's kind of all over the place. Some mm. some topics you couldn't cover if you had a whole season to cover them and other topics you couldn't stretch you had to really stretch the, i think the reason they they turned the uh i think it was the brawl for all was the one where they turned it into a russo cornet thing mm. it's probably because what is there really to say about the brawl for all it happened you know like there's not a lot of detail there so they tried to get something out of it like i i sympathize somewhat with those guys i've listened to them multiple times in interviews and things and they seem like they're they're pretty decent guys they know though that you know for the channel that they're on and for the kind of thing like you it's like even the title is like hey you got to watch this because dark side of the ring sounds you know sounds a lot more um interesting or intriguing than just something a little more generic some of the things are like historically informative if you've never heard a lot of these stories yeah. a lot of these stories um i have heard so they didn't really bring a lot of new stuff um so you're up to the the anecdotes that you get from the guys and you know how wrestlers are you can sit them down ask them a question and they'll go off on these tangents and stuff and now you've got to edit that and chop that up into something usable so there's like i i get that this is a headache and it's not anything that i would ever um you know want to be a part of just because of that reason like it's just way too much it's, it's way too much to untangle but I don't, you know, I don't think that they have like some sort of like a, uh, like a devious uh, plan other than they just, they're wrestling fans. They wanted to tell some of these stories that people have never heard. And maybe it gets a little out of, you know, if their reach exceeds their grasp sometimes and yeah. they try to do their best, but I, th I just, it's, I think they are doing this. I think they absolutely uh, are fucking let's get they're, these they're, they're, they seem to be just Canadians who are trying to make a TV show. I don't really, I don't really get that vibe from them. You can get that vibe from watching the shows, but from them, I don't, I don't see it, but I think, uh, I think there's enough in the real story that they don't need to do that. And when they do do it, it exposes to me who they are sometimes. But if you're getting the quote unquote real story from uh, people who aren't agreeing on what the story is, then you're gonna you're gonna have to sort of you have to cut this and craft a narrative every documentary there are no such things as objective documentaries you will always just subconsciously lean into something that you want to say yeah. so with wrestling it's way it's way less cut and dried than anything else so i don't know but um if you're not if you are not privy to all these stories then watching them as long as you just realize hey you know, you got to take all this stuff with a, a whole shaker of salt, then they can be informative too. So, well, she had her own dark side of the ring story on WWE, but they never really panned out with it. They just talked about her getting abused and being poor. But now, Lacey Evans, uh, aka Macy Estrella, uh, now that she is no longer working for WWE, here's an update. Uh, Lacey did an interview with yourislandnews.com. Your Okay. Uh, and it was revealed that she will be opening a cafe called Sunny Summers Cafe on Monday in Beaufort, South Carolina. The article noted that while Lacey was granted her was was grateful for her time in WWE, uh, quote, the constant traveling for a job has made it harder for her to be with her family and do outreach in the community. Lacey said the following uh, to the outlet about why she decided to open the cafe. She said, I thought it would be 
uh, of more assistance fighting a different fight than in WWE ring. I wanted to focus on helping my community to fight against addiction and to fight on the mental health side. So normalizing mental health issues, uh, health side to normalize mental health issues. I wanted to create a space where people could come in and unplug from their devices, but also unplug from their minds as well. Uh, so opening a coffee cafe is going to help the mental issues. And then when you're in there, you're not allowed to use your phone and you need to unplug. So you think that's going to go well, telling people not to use their phone who are mentally unstable and fighting addictions by giving them caffeine. Well, they're not going to show up otherwise, right? <laughs> or new mask mandates are in place uh, by next month, and that should be an interesting thing for any new restaurant here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This uh, seems like a strange response uh, instead of dealing with the question. Uh, I wish her all the best, and I, I hope she, it's a big success off of her celebrity that um, she gets you know, off the ground while opening a cafe. Um, and Here's the me thing. Me too. Uh, me too. I, I I wish her all the best, and I look forward to the day when we never have to talk about her anymore. <laughs> well, here's what I got to talk about. We see her as a drill sergeant. We see her as an abused woman. We see her as a pit fighter, GI Jane. We see her as a Southern Belle off the plantation, off a of Big Daddy's plantation. Reinvent, reinvent, reinvent. And then what is it that possibly got her clipped or what have you? Because she's in the hotel room in red fucking red hot negligee lingerie looking smoking hot and putting those pictures out on Instagram when you're supposed to be the female heel sergeant slaughter. That undermines everybody's shit. And then we're supposed to respect the military. It's Memorial day weekend and she's getting booed off the fucking stage. that was, I think one of the last times we saw her because they didn't do anything right along that, along with slaughter's daughter going in on her on fucking social media. Women can do whatever they want to. That's perfectly fine. It seems with no real repercussion or recourse, because when it comes to the judgment of, Hey, I'm respect me as a woman, respect the women's evolution revolution. We work just as hard as the men, da, 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 da. But then, Oh, job's gone. You know what I'm going to do? Get these titties out. I'm going to get that snatch out. You're going to be able to see through and see a little bit of my muff, but not all of it being, Hey, keep respecting me. Cause I'm going to make half a million dollars doing soft core porn in the first month based off of my WWE shit, because that's what I got to do. Can't we just go? Hey, I got to be a whore for a while and talk about it like that because this level of like respect me as a captain of industry or a, a small business owner and that's what I'm doing. But the reality is I'm fucking showing my clam on fucking OnlyFans. <laughs> like, but, but don't you ever fucking talk down to me like anything else? When are sure. we going to get by this or when is it going to ever change or will this double standard of, uh, you got to treat me like I'm a fucking state senator. Uh, meanwhile, I got the the rabbit out doing whatever I want to on the Sibian or whatever the fuck. Oh, whore with a coffee <laughs> shop, though. That's pretty good summary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, that's going to be one hell of a coffee shop, pal. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's make it real simple from the wrestling aspect. She shows up as some sort of like Rosie the Riveter come to life. Okay. Right. And that's that's right. all it ever should have been. 
There should have been no reinvention. There should have been no other things. Once Vince McMahon got a hold of it, this is when it all went, you know, it, it all started to go south and then she got pregnant and she was finished at that moment. And everything since then has been engineered so that she will publicly fail. Everything. You remember that time she was in that match when she first got those, you know, pit fighting boot camp vignettes done and she had yeah. a match and her fucking boot fell apart don't think somebody didn't make that happen don't think she didn't leave those laying around in the locker room and somebody fucked with her boot so it was going to fall apart in the ring don't think yep. that this was all she's she's they hatcheted her every chance they got she went along with it because what else is she going to do she needs the money or whatever and yeah. or she or she's oblivious or both or whatever the case may be and she's doing her own stuff on the side which is just further getting her more heat and then all of a sudden she's out the door and she wants to open up a coffee shop with no cell phones great this sounds like exactly the kind of person that we're we're leaving so much money on the table with um i don't know like i said good riddance i don't care that blondes are a dime a dozen statuesque blondes are a dime a dozen in wrestling and we, we've got 10 more waiting to take your place so good luck honey yeah yeah, and subscribe to the OnlyFans, Coffee OnlyFans. That, that's a, a huge point that I don't even think I brought up because I was uh, uh, reactive. You were a hot blonde and you wanted to show I was some? a hot blonde okay. and I had. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, the Steve the Shoe Man uh, did her boots, who does my boots. And I know Steve took a lot of negative hit press that way because in his mind he thought did i do a shitty job on these boots and my boots have never fallen apart like that uh and no one ever really brought up the fact that somebody probably sabotaged her boot fucking with her until the until you did right there vet and you put that in line with all that stuff when it came off because i was like fuck because steve has sent me gauntlets he sent me gauntlets for the just to hand out to the guys and girls in the locker room or rookies who don't have gear and stuff. I, I try and, you know, and, and his boots are super affordable for young wrestlers and, uh, and his turnarounds fast, especially from Australia. Uh, and, and I knew that she had spent a lot of money with them. And that's one of the first things that'll put you on the radar for somebody to fuck with you. They JBL did it to Eminem. They bought those big fucking fur jackets and came back and those one of the sleeves were cut off both sides before they debuted in them. They wore them out anyway and fucking got it over. Right. But mm -hmm. this type of shit and this hazing goes on. And I wasn't even thinking about that, Vet, that somebody cut the fucking all the stitching out of the bottom of her boot and then went in the match and went flying. And Corey Graves is right there to drive, drive the fucking tax in. And who's he the stooge for on Team Cobra Kai that's over backstage that wanted to fuck with Lacey Evans? That's the bigger question. And and why is it? And Lacey probably knows and is staying hush about it instead and trying to get her shit over instead of being like, no, they sabotaged me at the end. I know who it was. I don't need to call mm -hmm. them out and and put the heat back on the office that way, you know. So, uh, I don't know about running a coffee shop, getting people with depression issues tweaked out on caffeine is the main, uh, business model, but, uh, so be it. What do I know? I'm trying to sell them weed. Uh, <laughs> uh, anything else on that vet? No, you're good. No, no. Okay. Uh, LA Knight addresses people, uh, talking about him comparing him to wrestlers such as rock and Steve Austin. Uh, after Nash called him an absolute ripoff of The Rock. 
during the interview inside the ropes night address, people comparing him to wrestlers such as The Rock and Austin. He goes, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I've heard that since the very beginning. I've heard it since 2003. You know, when I first started, people say, oh, he sounds like The Rock. He sounds like Austin. And even my first set of gear, I think my second uh, set of gear when I was in Ohio I had was red and yellow. Oh, he's being Hulk Hogan. Everybody's going to make a comparison of some sort. I'm 100% influenced by those guys. Absolutely. I'm influenced by Flair. I'm influenced by Savage, Jake the Snake. And I'm influenced by entities outside of the ring. I'm influenced by musical artists and actors. So, I mean, yeah, all that stuff's in there. At the end of the day, you put it all together, you get a conglomerate, and you got yourself LA Night. Hey, I like it, man. I wish you would quantify it. Good artists create, great artists steal and make it their own. And that's LA Night, baby. And of course, I'm going to take from the Mount Rushmore because I belong right up there alongside them. I got the same shit. Why reinvent the wheel? Let's just get on the racetrack and do 180 miles an hour, motherfucker. I, I got to, I like that he's saying, yes, I accept your criticisms. I put it all in here, shook it up, threw it back in your face, and now I'm one of the most over guys on TV. So keep talk, keep talking that shit. Keep saying my name. It's a, people not saying your name is the death in this game, right? Yep. So and then, I, I and like they're going to keep, and then they're just going to keep dangling that carrot for the fans, and then they're just going to keep yanking it back, just like mm -hmm. uh, what's his name, uh, Austin Theory yanked his tights on Friday and uh, <laughs> got that roll up, you know, because. Because God damn it. But because it's not, it, we're not yet been at the calendar point where we've decided that he's over enough to get the push and the rocket. So he's still, he's still waiting. It's still in the T minus launch phase. So mm -hmm. we're not ready for that yet. So he's got to get beat again. Um, but as soon as, as soon as, uh, you know, the clock strikes, we're going full force with that push right to the top for LA night. You know, I it's funny. I believe that same conglomerate that is holding him back to some degree. Is probably the same squad that cut the fucking boots on Lacey. Uh, could be, you know, could be. Um, it's who knows. There's so many possible options that uh, uh, that it's it's hard to nail it down. It could, there's so many people there. It could be completely independent uh, operations. It's just it one of be. those things. But um, but yeah, it, it's funny. You know, all I have to do is show that. Like I show a little. The, the the entrance from one of the Friday shows, I take my phone and show it to my brother who doesn't really mm -hmm. watch anymore. And he, just, he looks at it. He looks at LA Knight and he goes, well, he's fucking over. And then that's it. That's that's <laughs> all it is. It's like two seconds. You know, so anybody can see it. Mm -hmm. And that shows you that there's a concerted effort by the office to like, you know, nope, we're not, we're not doing it. We'll give him the TV time and let everybody. Let me ask you your thoughts on this, um, Ben. Cause you notice detailed things too. Um, when he comes out and everybody's cheering and stuff, like, you know, some people could say you could pipe it in. Maybe some of sure. it is, maybe, maybe it's not, but like, uh, when I look at his face, I looking at his eyes, it looks like he's almost like emotional about the response to him. Yeah. Like he's yeah. trying to keep it, like he's trying to keep it like, Oh, I'm cool. I'm cool. But like there's that little redness around the rim of the eyes, like when you're about to kind of tear up because of like uh, flat, you know, Happiness, like you're, you're enjoy, humbled, flatter. Yeah, yeah, just like, yeah, it's it, it's almost like all these the dude, this guy's been working for 20 years. He's like he's he's wanted to be in this position where even if he's not in the company's eyes where he wants to be, 
but like the people have accepted him and that's more important sure. because that's genuine do you see that or have I you not you're noticed spot that on with that vet i think you're spot on with it and it could be not that he, I mean, he's been around since 2003 but to be pushed this fast with all the guys that he's referencing, none of it happened for those guys that quick, right? It was nope. all an evolution of a rookie to a heel to a get over, and then you're larger than life. And him, and his- <laughs> Vince McMahon's original vision doesn't work for anybody. Ringmaster, Rocky Maivia, uh, Max Dupree. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I get you're spot on with there too, Vet. Those are excellent points. Excellent points in, in the track record. So maybe given somebody who you know has unlimited potential, giving them a shitty thing to help them break out. Is that part of a, of greater plan? That's it. That's interesting. No, no, no it's, it's them trying. It's the, it's them with their low, low IQ trying to keep yeah. their thumb on them and just sucking at it. Just like, or is look, if you suck- I wanted you to think the whole yeah, time. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. It was when you suck at one thing, you probably suck at most things. So yeah. like if, if you, if you're bad at, um, you know, getting people over that you want to get over, certainly you're going to be bad and not as good at sabotaging people as you could be uh, at, at, on the reverse side of the coin. But yeah, um, I, I think yep. those are great points. But I, Tina Couponer is asking what we think about Miz and LA Night Feud. And uh, Johnny Publix is in here with the Stooge report uh, <laughs> that, uh, you know, he might not get along. And I, I talked to, uh, I, I uh, talk <laughs> points from Publix uh, <laughs> that uh, I talked to Stevie about this this morning on uh, the SmackDown Live review of these clicks that he doesn't play politics well. And then we get Miz on commentary and it's very truth and comedy, not, but not comedy truth and burial of where they're like this. They say, this guy's the next mega star. And I'm like, how he hasn't been on dancing with the stars. He hasn't had his own reality show with his hot wife. He hasn't fucking uh, come up from TV from MTV and brought that whole crossover audience. He hasn't main evented WrestleMania. He hasn't been a multi-time undisputed champion. Like when Miz was saying those darts were pretty fucking serious of like, I could see in some room of like, why the fuck is this guy over and they're saying he's over? He hasn't done shit for this compared to us. And a lot of that was kind of coming out on it on commentary. So whoever the click is, he doesn't play politics that well. There's a group uh, uh, going against him. And he better uh, keep an eye on his Timberlands. Otherwise the bottom of his boot might be flying off soon. You know what I mean? So, um, And he may be, you know, not guilty, but like of the others of not playing the game, staying small and just taking the ribs and okay, then we'll let him get over. He can be one of us like uh, there. There's some interesting vitriol in that that's not worked, you know, there. I mean, uh, you know, like uh, Hardnett's right. I mean, my read on him is that he's a douchebag in real life, but it doesn't matter. Like if the douchebag can produce for you, I say Mm -hmm. go with it. And there's been lots of douchebags that get a pass. Like sure. there could, there's felons that get a pass. You know, Jeff Hardy can get indicted on six felonies and get a WWE championship run after that. Like, well, maybe this will straighten him out. And then other guys that th- their biggest crime is being a douchebag. It's like, nah, 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 we're not, nah, nah, we're not getting nah, you nah. over. Nah, and that's nah. just, that's not an insult. That's just a fact of life. You know, it's just, <laughs> like, like whatever. Shawn Michaels didn't have to play politics. He was all of the politics. Yeah, you know, it would have been much easier to just cut his ass a long time ago, but for whatever reason, it didn't happen. So they dealt with it for however long. 
Um, it's, it's so, so there's, there's people that actually do harm and do wrong things. And that gets swept under the rug. If they want it to, if you're one of the chosen ones, if you're one of, if, if you're one of theirs, you know, and right. then guys that aren't, if, oh, well, you're a douchebag. So sorry, we can't, we can't make as that. much money with you as, as we want to. So it's that not that I'm right disputing Fisto stuff with MJF. Right. And, and fucking you can, we're so woke and we're safety of our fans and da, 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 da. i said to stevie i go imagine if it was a trans teen driving that car that cash wheeler was waving the gun around at then we'd really have a problem now here's a now here's a real here's a real juicy conversation topic Ooh. um knowing the miz do you think he's more in the camp of oh my god this is what happened to me i gotta help this guy or is he the ultimate office guy that's going to go along to get along or is he going to try to walk both lines like i'll let them think that i'm doing what they want to and burying him but really i'm going to give him all the i'm going to tee it up for him to knock it back out of the park on me hmm. um, because i'm a better worker than them and i don't want this guy to have to go through what i went through or 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 what what is your intuition tell you about that from what you know about the miz i mean he was always very nice to me but i didn't really speak to him at length at any point yeah. but but <laughs> and miz, like, people at, that, at our time would have said miz is a douchebag just like him that he's always on and da, 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 right da, right but right. My, that wasn't my interaction with him in a couple times um but i mean it's not like we we're bros and shit it was just passing or at, at rock yeah. but uh, your point is excellent I think that he's not going to go, I went through this, so I'm going to help this guy. I think he's going to go, I went through this, so this guy's going to go through this too. Mm -hmm. And that will test him to see if he can fucking make it to the higher level. Of the well, he's already, well, what I'm saying is he's already going through it. So the Miz sees that, and then it's like, okay, what do I do? Do I pile on to keep him down, or do I give him the hand up? Because he's going to go through it regardless. That's not right. that's not the question. I, I he's already he, he was already going through it before they gave him to the Miz. Yeah. See what I mean? So now it's like this is a, this could be a turning point. Um, I, I felt like to give you a to give you a sort of a context, like I felt like there were times when guys were definitely set up to not look as good as they could have and one one that comes to example is like aj styles and john cena they had a feud some years ago aj styles comes out he reads what's clearly like a, a writer written promo like he just memorized this promo and read it and then john cena just hit him with every improvised un untalked about line to bury him in the book right. and aj just had to sit there and take it because he had a pre-written promo and John Cena could say whatever he wants. So, uh, you know, and, and you know that, so something like that, like, do you see Cena didn't have to go along with that if he didn't want to, but he did. Miz has a chance to not go along with it. The, the stuff they did on Monday night raw, I thought they both looked good in it, but yeah, going but forward was, to the question, it was away. couponers question. Yeah. yeah. Like if, if they start doing too good a business, are they just going to scrap the whole feud? <laughs> I think I think Miz is uh, gonna do great business for him because Miz is a pro when it comes on there. But there was a lot of like real truth and vitriol, and when he was on the mic, that almost distracted from the match what was going on to build the heat. But the business was the finish of Miz fucking him over. So we need that real heat there, and Miz is bringing it. And when you feel truth in comedy, you know it. You know the difference between something constructed, and right. that's why I didn't have my eyebrows raised a little bit of like, oh, okay, there's something bigger at work here. 
with it. Now, will Miz take it easy on him? No, I think it's going to be, I went through it, you're going through it too. And if mm-hmm. you fucking break, then you weren't never meant to have it. If you fucking make it through, then you were meant to be up here at the top. So it's the fucked up weird world of wrestling that no employee, especially a independent contractor, should ever have to go through. Like if this was a real mark job, you go to HR day one with that shit and it'd be over with. Sure. Here, it's everything that separates the men from the boys, the wheat from the chaff, those who are going to make it, those who aren't. Like, you were talking about that with Cena and AJ. What was the kid uh, that Cena had heat with way back when uh, that that was like, uh, uh, he wore like a letterman jacket, a baseball jacket. Oh, they, they yeah. Got rid of, they got uh, rid of his fucking Riley. Ass. Yeah, yeah, Alex Riley. Alex Riley, right? who was with The Miz. You're right. And that's, and that's where I see this same shit kind of happen, even though... Not that Alex Riley didn't have money on him. He was a fucking great athlete. But LA Knight, they've obviously strapped a, a bigger uh, rocket to him, give him attention, and now they're testing him. And I think uh, the fact that he's uh, a man in his 30s as opposed to a kid in his 20s, that's what the difference is going to be and how you sell it and how these fuckers get to me. So interesting, interesting premise. But you you absolutely saw something uh, rotten in Denmark there, much like I did. It was it definitely set my radar off just a little bit. Uh, Tony Khan, you might have heard of him, says that Sting is on the greatest run of his career right now in AEW. Uh, he was on the Chase McCabe show. He says, when you talk about some of the biggest names in pro wrestling, for me, it starts and ends with Sting. He's one of the all-time greats. He's one of my all-time favorites. Sting's been a huge part of AEW, and one of the greatest things we accomplished was bringing Sting out of retirement. He's still wrestling to this day. He's undefeated in AEW, and in fact, he's on the greatest run of his career right now in AEW. Uh, He's going to be facing uh, uh, AR Fox in a casket match that we just found out. But uh, I don't know if this is his greatest run, especially when he's going through tables and you're not protecting him and he's smashing his face uh, on TV and you're just doing that. And it's not even a paper. Oh, that was pretty great. <laughs> um, and this week we had a return to TNA sting, uh, very much, uh, the Joker, dark Knight Joker character right on the money. And I really liked how much he committed to the bit compared to being Darby's, uh, mentor WCW crow sting. This was more character and big bright eyed faces, crazy clown stuff. Uh, but we're pretty much, again, stealing directly from the movie and not really making it our own, even though we did a good job committing to the bit with it. Um, stealing from it two be- movies. Yeah. yeah. Is, it, is, it, is it the best Sting we've ever seen? I don't think so. I think that, you know, probably Flair versus fucking uh, Sting in WCW as well as uh, uh, in the Joker version of him in impact were the two best we've ever seen. Everything else is kind of a nostalgia act based off of those, uh, time periods here. Yeah, it could be, uh, you know, you could sting has some good runs, late eighties, mid nineties. Mm-hmm. And I guess now is a pretty good run because sure. You know, he's still out there. He's still doing stuff. And this was after but he was best, supposedly best run. I don't no, know. no, no, no. Well, that, that's just because he has to say that, but right. I mean, 
it's not a bad run if you just consider that he was supposed to have been retired due to injury, but he's still able to go and, and do some stuff. And mm-hmm. he helps he helps give Darby a level of legitimacy. Um, so that's been good. I was t- kind of talk thinking about it, talking out loud the other day when I was streaming, and I was saying how, like, Darby's had probably one of the better runs in AEW because he's never done anything that, he shouldn't have done. And I know the first thing that people's minds go to when I say that is the stunts, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about for his character, he's never done anything out of character. The stuff that MJF is doing on television right now is the worst stuff he's he's done that he oh, shouldn't yeah. be doing. But but he's had great stuff, but he's also had some black marks on there. Dinner Debonair, now. And Darby's never done anything where he's never really like, been a did part you like of- pennies from heaven or no? You know, pennies from heaven guy? that was in character i thought that fit um (laughs) because that was a good douchey thing to do um so darby's never done anything against what his character should do sting's been along to to help him out and be like a good i think he's fulfilled a good role for what what that casual fan would see like if if a casual so both casual fan or time capsule fan that was unfrozen from the past and and thought out and now and then they if you just show them the stuff in AEW that Darby and Sting have done it'd probably be some of the less offensive stuff that they that they would have that they would see on the AEW program so it's right. a decent run for Sting of course it's not the best but all things considered it's a nice run i think I agree. Uh, the mentorship, the nostalgia. Uh, I don't like him taking bumps that Darby should be taking for him. One right. thing this week uh, in my timeline, because I joined some, not that I, oh, this is probably stupid to stooge off, but after I retire someday, some skateboarders over 50 group, <laughs> just to see <laughs> old guys skating. That gives me hope that I might be able to do it one day again. Uh, until I take that first bump, and like, fuck this. Uh, but to see X game stuff from all this week pop up skateboard wise, and where's Darby Allen? Do you know what I mean? Like that should absolutely be his crossover and mic work and all that kind of shit to go recruit that audience to bring him back mm-hmm. over here is is crazy to me to, that he wasn't a part of that. So um, yeah. I, I like the the you know movie produced stuff that they did together, like the dragon, the body bag, and in the mm-hmm. car, and like that. That's that is good stuff, man. And I think we need more of that. But now we're just trying to get this whatever iteration of sting over and i get worried anytime he's got to do these stupid AEW matches where guys want to do things that you should not be doing with a fucking legend <laughs> you know like mm-hmm. absolutely i don't i don't trust them to protect him from himself well he yeah that's the thing he could always say no so if he's not saying no then who yeah, are you well, to tell sting <laughs> i will hey give me a fucking bang off ladder fuck you i'm giving you off the ladder bro you give me i'll just fall you can come splash or whatever you want but i ain't giving you nothing <laughs> is what i'd say yeah. right to his face Fuck that. I'm not going to be the guy who crippled Sting at all in. You can suck a dick on that one, pal. <laughs> uh, fucking. Uh, crippled him again. By yeah, the way. yeah. Like, no, that ain't that ain't my spot. Um, there's one. I'm going to save this for Master Shoot Theater, so a little preview. Vince McMahon allegedly had a big grin on his face after seeing his wife Linda kiss Eric Bischoff. So I look forward to breaking that one down with Russo uh, on uh, Master Shoot Theater uh, tomorrow, you guys. Uh, the big story, though, it, you know, it, apparently it's always going down on the road, bro, uh, whether it's Cash Wheeler or what have you. But uh, Sonny, 
uh, facing 25 years <clears throat> based off of vehicular homicide, uh, pleads guilty to that uh, under DUI, along with four other charges of driving without license uh, and some other, uh, you know, that, that go along with that. So big, big uh, facing down the barrel. At least she was human enough to stop trying to be a carny worker and be, because I know she fired her other lawyer when she was trying to think that she could get out with some excuse of I was famous once or what have you. And now here we are coming up on the court date. And the reality is, yeah, I did it. And when you plead guilty, usually they're going to give you that one chance uh, and it will uh, cut your time in half of what you need to do. And then with good behavior, you might knock X amount uh, off. But depending on how hard this judge cracks thunder, and I've seen some judges cracking thunder in the last fucking week, (laughs) uh, that, um, you know, uh, you're talking about taking out somebody's grandfather because you were fucked up on gimmicks and stole your fucking pimp boyfriend's car. And now it's time to pay that price. And maybe it's a self-fulfilling prophecy or some type of I need to take myself out of the equation. Unfortunately, it came to the cost of a, of a man's life. And, uh, you know, maybe she'll do eight to 12 years if they sentence her to 25. But it's time for a big, big timeout in justice. Or are we going to get. Slap on the wrist bullshit. I don't see it this time, man. But uh, the picture's floating around. Obviously, she just looks like uh, a shell of uh, who she was. And time and uh, drugs have caught up to her every which way here, man. What choice does she have, really? Uh, This isn't... Unlike the Cash Wheeler thing, there can be no extenuating circumstances or other possible things. Like, she took any excuses right off the table... There's nothing you can say about it. All you could do is plead guilty and hope for leniency um, because it, there's, there's no, there's no questions left. So, yeah. um, you know, and, and there shouldn't have ever been uh, any sort of, you know, get out of jail free celebrity card to play anyway, because she's not that fucking big of a celebrity to deserve one, even by the weird standard that we might set for celebrities. Is any celebrity? Pass. Is any? Well, celebrity. that's that's what I'm saying. Like even mm-hmm. even with even if you're delusional enough to think that celebrities deserve a pass, right. you still probably don't think that Sunny deserves a pass for her level of celebrity. Yeah. Like if you're on the Mark scale, she's still too low to get a pass for the crimes that she's committed. How about Buddy so, on the movie set with the gun, uh, Baldwin? You know. Well, I I don't know about that. But that's what I'm saying. There could still be questions about that, but about this, there are no questions. Yeah. This is a, th- there's no, nothing can save you here. Everything is, you know, it's it's pretty right out there in front of us. So. I just, I, I put that out there because I wonder, I say that, and then Jeff Hardy got out of his last one, so who knows. Uh, but is the time of you're over as a celebrity and because you're a movie actor versus a wrestler, you're fucked wrestler movie actor. You're fine. Or are we just done with that? Where it's like, everybody's getting smashed down. You know what I mean? There is no, uh, no. you got over the, anymore. It's not done. It's not done. There will always be mm. that level. you like, it just, the, the whole thing is it's all nepotism. It's all, it's all who, you know, it's all sure. who knows you. It's all who can get you a favor. It's all, you know that's you. all everything in the entire world is, you know, even mm. though I like to think I earned it by now, I'm only sitting here because you, sent me the job offer so it's like 
everybody to some degree relies on certain help, but it's, uh, are you, you going to abuse it? Uh, you got that backwards. I sent you the offer to job, but you said, you were oh, down for I you. said I was going to, yes, I was going to take over is what <laughs> I said. I, said. I was laying like, down for you. Fuck you. You yeah, counter offer, <laughs> counter offer, but, uh, but, but, but seriously, so, so yeah. there's always, that's always going to exist. So whatever mm -hmm. level of markdom exists for that particular individual determines their circumstance. And if they end up committing crimes in somewhere where they're not over, they're not going to get that same level of leniency. They're not going to get yeah. the free pass. They might have to, you know, we might have to work out some deals for international extradition or whatever for those kind of things. Um, so, so yeah, it will always exist, but this like. It's it was time. It was already time, yeah. and we're out of we're out of free passes. I think the biggest takeaway from it is I was shocked that her face was scarier than Leatherface's was when I saw. Man, <laughs> they could have three D printed a sunny mugshot <laughs> and then made the made the mask out of that. Goo, come on! Who would you rather have sex with, Leatherface or Sunny doing that twenty to life? Wasn't that Francis from Pee Wee's Big Adventure? <laughs> I was gonna say, reminds me of the bulldog from Looney Tunes. The fucking <laughs> with the big fucking side chuffs. So, oh, it's another man. thing Warner Brothers fucked up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> look what happened. The bulldog's going to jail. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, some uh, lucky uh, prison guard will get to say he had sex with a WWE superstar. I mean, if there's anything to come out with it in the next eight years, but uh, yeah, man, we we got it done here. We're opening cafes, flashing guns, uh, kissing uh, Linda, whatever we got to do to stay top guys uh, and head to Wembley for all in. I think that's mm -hmm. the most important lesson of the day. Be uh, everyone on the road, be damned. We got a pay per view to get to. God damn it! So that's right this uh, weekend. Yeah, that's right. I uh, would tell you the day, but I don't want to get it wrong and have CM Punk make an Instagram story. Huh? Points to the vet on the way out. Points to the vet as well. Uh, it'll be a big week here at HMG. Uh, I'm not sure by the end of the week what's going down because I got to go back to court for all the cannabis stuff. Supreme Court ruling. Who would have thought I'd be uh, in this position mm -hmm. in in, uh, in joining in a lawsuit with my partners here? But that's the way two CW does it. Maybe we're not going to be dictated to. We're the fucking anti heroes, and we usually we go over strong as heels do one way or another. So uh, please keep a good thought. Uh, for for all that this week, uh, man, we really want to go over strong and just get to where we need to be and take HMG to a whole nother level if that happens. Uh, what else going on? Wednesday, uh, I'll probably be out of co contact because I may be up at the top part of uh, uh, the U.S. Uh, looking for my next weather weapon strike in Maine while probably feasting on lobsters all day long because oh. it'll be my 46th birthday. So I'm taking the day off that way. So uh, interesting all the way around uh, how yep. this week shakes out. Because <laughs> uh, I keep telling Fondango when he comes down, I'm like, where's my lobster rolls, bro? He's like, oh, they're out of my bus. And then I go out there and there's no bus. So he keeps lying to my face. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but y'all, uh, man, vet, what do you got going down? You might not be on the impact attack this week, but I'm sure you're probably with big Ray doing the next level review. I know we also, uh, this morning, Charles, the hammer Evans reached out to me again. So if you guys want to tap into to Charles's uh, expertise as well, I would love to have him back here on uh, HMG anytime we can, man. Sure. I would too. Um, I love Charles. So, uh, great to get to reconnect with him, and we had a fun uh, time when he did join us on Next Level Wrestling Review, which can be every Wednesday, 8 a.m. Uh, Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Live with myself and Big Ray Hernandez if you want to catch it live. 
Uh, if not, channelattitude.com is where you want to go for that. And for all your HMG stuff, don't forget, it doesn't just get you the current stuff, it gets you everything ever. Everything. So for the low, low price of, uh, you know, way less than you'd pay for a barista to tell you to mask up. So, um, <laughs> so definitely check that out. Uh, check out wrestling with Rip Rogers, of course, you know, no concrete times, but, uh, you know, just stay followed to the channel. It's free to follow a channel. So go ahead and subscribe to that channel and uh, get notified. So that way you can ask Rip Rogers questions whenever he's he's available. Absolutely. And that's going to be a wealth of knowledge uh, to uh, pull from. Uh, of course, Stevie Richards doing all of his big things with his channel. Just you can't stop his channel from growing. You just can't do Dude, it. Over 100,000 views, 160,000, 164,000 on the Goldberg Spear in a week. Right. Dude, I'm, I'm and, super happy for for them. That's just can you so blame awesome. people? Everybody wants to know Should what it's be. like to the, the 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 highest level I ever got. You know, speared by was uh uh what what, what would the fans know him as? Ricky Ortiz, oh, yeah, Atlas yeah, Ortiz, yeah. Atlas DeBone, yeah. uh, Rich Young, former XFL <laughs> player. Like yeah, like that that wasn't fun. I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure Goldberg was was probably also not fun. But that was a very interesting video, especially yeah, how he speared by down. Big Cat like being i, I did but he, big cat big cat was so he was gentle he was gentle and, <laughs> except for that time except for that time i sicked him on uh brad maddox that that time he wasn't as gentle uh but that's what happens when you dispute a uh, vet book finish you get uh, right, the baby. shoot spear from big cat so uh anyway um yeah so like i said check out stevie richards wrestling analysis check out stevie richards fitness check out stevie richards everything the patreon content and the youtube content are two different sets of content yeah. so he's not you know when you're paying for the premium you're getting more but it's also different it's not just like oh you get it a week early or oh you get uh you get a preview on youtube and then get the whole thing no he's doing two yeah, separate levels of content samoa joe with uh punk botch at the end so mm. With uh, right. I think he wanted to call them Vianos. Who were the gold conquistadors? Conquista. Oh um, yeah, yeah. He, he was like, what was he Vampiro something or other? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, like so that now. was Golden Vampire or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was that that was kind of funny. Um, but yeah. So check out Stevie Richards, and that's all for me. Awesome, man. Well, great plugs all the way around. And again, thank you guys for hanging out with us live this morning. Uh, we're 42 strong. We're usually above our 33rd and 3rd uh, Freemasons. Saw some hardcore uh, immortal fans. My uh, wife, uh, 121, Billy Wolf in the house, hanging out with us live here. Appreciate that. Uh, Todd Brantley, Frank's Pickle Barrel ass, and all the hardcore. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, that uh, <laughs> that uh, are hanging that out with us. Fat-headed freak out of here. <laughs> hanging out and, and being those awesome subs uh, while everything's ever changing around us so uh, if you like the conspiracy horseman talk up front i mean it's it's always a little bit of doom and gloom but uh be aware and uh think about how you're going to react in situations where forces are pitting you against uh you know your fellow man or woman so uh don't sell for any of that shit and uh, try and keep your head cool as we move into the fall here uh, looking forward to it. And uh, everybody who joined the uh, Hameen Media on Facebook having a good time. There's new users over there. So just be aware that not everybody may be smartened up to all the inside jokes. And you may need to use a little kid gloves uh, till we bring them up to, to speed of some of the workers you guys have turned into around here. So, uh, y'all, uh, training tomorrow night at Upstate Wrestling uh, Entertainment and uh, more shows with Russo brand on the road Wednesday and Friday. So we'll try and make sure all the uploads 
uh, are here for you guys. And uh, I got some new Dr. Jeff Lippman shows I got to put up on the Podbean for free. So we're always uh, in your ear holes, infidels. Uh, brand new flavor in your ear every Monday and Friday on the locker room and the Wednesday locker room as well. Make sure you go check out at Strangler Steve underscore because he's going to have that uh, gift challenge so you can get your shout outs on the Wednesday locker room so everybody knows your name here on Hameen Media Group. Yolo! Ding dong! Hello? If you're not Caucasian, uh, then leave. Mark Henry.